Real pro wrestling. For years, Zack Monster has held a monopoly on each and every one of you. You cheered for him. You begged for him to be the top crown champion. And then everything else went to hell. Everybody, the asylum ran itself. The inmates ran rampant. And what did this organization need? It needed a lord, a knight in shining armor. Hell no, it needed a goddamn king. And I give to you your lordship, Sir Merrick Donovan. Oh, hell, the king. Huzzah! Huzzah! Legacy Maker, the All Sports one, Network. One, 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 one. Welcome to the one on one, one on one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. I get the truth, then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to the one on one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. I get the truth, then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to one on one at Legacy Lake Sports Network. Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen. It is episode 62 of 101 here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network. And man, if we don't have a good one for you today here on July the is it 20, I think it's the 23rd now. I don't know the days are mixing in 24th, July the 24th here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network. But with me today, ladies and gentlemen, I have an extremely special guest. He is the real, uh, the real, is it real pro, real time pro? It's real pro. Real pro. I mean, the real pro wrestling, top crown, heavyweight champion of the world, Sir Knight Merrick Donovan, his lordship. <laughs> Merrick, it is a pleasure, pleasure, my man, to have you with us today. How's everything going? Everything's good. Everything's good. I'm thankful for being here. I'm it's awesome to finally get to talk to you. Yeah, man. We, you know, it's funny because this has kind of been in the works for a while. We talked about this about a year ago. Yeah. Uh, and, and and mostly my fault. We'll take that blame. Uh, mostly my fault trying to get this thing together. And you know, but now we finally got an opportunity to sit down with you. And it this this to me is 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 a great moment because uh, yes, um, his lordship is uh from my hometown so i i do bend the knee uh when the time is proper so i'm very excited to have uh Merrick here with us today so before we get going Merrick, i, I want to get all i want to get started with uh something very important and that ladies and gentlemen is the check-in All right, Merrick. So pretty much with the check-in, man, I just kind of want to check in on you. See how things have been going uh, for you personally uh, here um, over uh, this year. I mean, it's it's been a really good year for you. So just want to check in on you, see how things have been. Yeah, no, um, this year's been great. Um, so this is actually year one in seven months for me as far as like wrestling out in the wild, like I like to say. Um, and just in this year, I've debuted for like AEW on Elevation where I wrestled uh, Jay Lethal. Um, 
I obtained my first championship, uh, single individual championship, uh, the top crown championship, of course. Um, right here uh, is uh, these beads. They're, they're more of a rites of passage. There is a, a wrestler in the Georgia, North Carolina area called Joe Black. And uh, I first met him, I want to say December here in um, this one show that we were both doing called KOBK uh, sold out. And uh, he seen me and he took a liking to me. And then so we seen each other later on at the second KOBK show. Um, and finally, I we went to a show together and he seen me and I had a match with this guy named uh, the Infinite Man or Tim, who's another wrestler from the North Carolina area. And he gave me these because he was just like, I see you, a lot of you and me, and or a lot of me and you. And uh, here's the rite of passage. So like it, this year has is, is really been really good to me. And like, I've just been really proud, of, you know, just what I've been achieving. And like, I, I, I don't want to stop yet. Like I'm still hungry and still uh, wanting of more. And, and and that's the most important thing is is to keep taking that next step. I mean, like I said, I I remember watching in the beginning. I know we talked about it beforehand, and I was like, man, it, I mean, it's really getting it in. I love it. I love it. And and you know, it, it's it's just a, it's a beautiful thing to see. It's a beautiful thing to see. Uh, now we're gonna get into a little bit of things here. So the first question I got for you today is, you know, obviously, you know, you're not all wrestling. Now a lot of people may not know that you have a, a pretty good sports background uh, yes. now. And so I, I want to know this before we get into that sports background, but, you know, kind of where your passion for sports, where did it come from? Like when you were, were little, uh, Merrick, and you said, man, when you were little night, when you weren't quite the strong lordship that you are now, um, yeah. when you were at that point, um, can you kind of tell us, you know, you know, how Merrick got to this point, uh, you know, where that first moment you was like, oh, my God, I love sports. I got to get into it. Uh, well, uh, when I was younger, my mom put me in the soccer and, you know, she for some reason, she always loved soccer. And I was like, OK. And like, I, I loved it. I enjoyed it. And then uh, for those first three years and then later on, I went to football just to try that out. And then eventually I went back to soccer and it's just, you know, just just the, the drive and wanting to just just compete you know, and, and to grow and to develop with other people as well. Like it was, it was a lot of fun. And then um, it really wasn't until high school when I started wrestling um, amateur, of course, that's when I found like just a, a true want and desire and passion. Cause it's just like, I, I want to win. Like I need to win. And like, especially if like just wrestling is, is you're by yourself, you know, you have no one else to depend on. So you're just, you're always trying to figure out and find more and you always have to dig deeper within yourself. So just, just from that, it's just like, Oh, I need this. I want this. I want this. So I really have to say just my freshman year of just, just wrestling and um, at, at Amelia County, <laughs> it was just, it just, it A-town. A-town, <laughs> A-town, man. A-town all day, <laughs> all day. <laughs> and, that, and that's the thing, you know, like, and that's where our connection comes from. Um, you know, from the queen state itself va in the building watch out (laughs) y'all the the beautiful kingdom of winterham i'm just throwing it out there for those who don't know um but you know it's it's crazy because we um i've got a chance to see you grow from 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 a little man to where you are now i mean we're only a couple of years apart but i mean 
just being able to see you grow as an individual, even when you kind of snuck over to Cumberland County, you mm-hmm. know, and became wrestling coach over there. I gave you, I remember one day you came over for an event. I gave you some crap at the door. That, that feels like forever ago now <laughs> when we were at a million events. So, but I, I, I mean, you know, not just on the, on the wrestling front, a lot of people don't know one of the best kickers, one of the best kickers in uh Amelia County High School history. I'm about to toss this one. I look at our girl Jamie. Is that Jamie oh, Barber over there? Yes, sir. Jamie <laughs> did a little something herself out there. She was in Longwood, I believe. Um, and she was playing softball out there, if I'm not mistaken. And she she did some really good things for the county as well. But look at you, man. Look how cool you were back then. Uh rocking the 36 jersey. You know what I'm 36. saying? <laughs> wow <laughs> toss back picture right i I, yeah. I know i remember and you know i announced the high school football games and so i remember every time you know uh sir merrick would get up to kick you know i had a proper saying at the time of going through and you know he was setting up his kicks but he was one of the best kickers that amelia ever had and so uh you know much love to you brother appreciate it appreciate it <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a, that's a thing man it, it, it the green and gold definitely runs deep now Obviously, you talked a little bit about, you know, your, you know, amateur wrestling background and, you know, mm-hmm. where that, um, you know, how that was very influential to you. Now, tell us how that that amateur background kind of grew into saying, all right, I want to be a professional wrestler. Like, I, I, it's in my blood. I mean, we all are fans. Most right. of us are fans. But tell us how that that kind of transcended you into becoming a professional wrestler. Cool. So. First, actually, I'll go back a little bit further because really, the whole everything with wrestling, it really started with Mr. Manny. That's the craziest part. So one like I used to be staying in the library all the time mm-hmm. and uh, he came to me one day. He was like, hey, you, you like that professional wrestling, don't you? You should try out for the wrestling team. And to me, like. It was weird because I've never really said much about liking professional wrestling. Like I watched right. it. I'm trying to think if I like I said much, but I can't really remember because I think in that time I was watching TNA more than I was right. watching anything else. So I was like, all right. So I ended up trying out for the team and I loved it, fell in love with it. So fast forward to like when I was coaching and everything, um, I recently just gotten, you know, just had a breakup. And, you know, I was sitting there and I'm like, I'm ready to like move on with my life. I'm like, what exactly is it that I want to do? What is it that I want to do? And something about me was like, you're still competitive. You still want to do more. Like you're, you know, you want to still give. So I was like, hmm. So I thought about it. And like at that time I was watching Ring of Honor a lot. And uh, Leo Rush um, at the time was, he was the, just won the top uh, prospect championship or top prospect tournament. And I was just like, he's the same age as me. Like, why can't I do that? I can do that too. So really it was just, just that, like just the wrestling and I had nowhere else I really wanted to go and I wanted more life experience. So what ended up happening was I just I said, you know what, I'm going to go wrestle. That's what I, I decided to do. I'm going to go wrestle. So I did my research. Um, I was actually going to go to Maryland Championship Wrestling, which is um, in Maryland. That's where Leo went because, I, you know, I'm a real big Leo fan. And um, I actually had a friend that was like, hey, you should go to Devon school. So I was like, all right, all right, I'll see. So I did, you know, I did what I could. And, you know, I used, at the time I was coaching still for Cumberland, and I used that whole coach check <laughs> to pay for <laughs> a whole year of wrestling. Right. So, you know, wrestling paid for wrestling, and it still pays for it now. <laughs> so. See, that, that's that's an interesting thing. I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. 
I, I remember having a coach check and using some things for it to get to, you know, to build this network. So it's hilarious that <laughs> I, I wouldn't have never known that. That's a pretty good deal, man. Um, yeah. So so wrestling paid for wrestling. Wrestling um, paid for wrestling. Wrestling <laughs> paid for wrestling. Now, you, you talked a little bit about, you know, being a part of uh, Devon's school um, mm-hmm. down there. Um, and I remember, like, when you first started and you had told me that you were in it, I remember you showing a video clip of getting suplexed. Yeah. Um, um, I believe by Devon, and uh, I said, "Man, how cool is that?" Even if you never did anything else as in, in a wrestler, as, I mean, if as a fan, if it was me, I like that'd have been a career highlight for me. Just, yeah. it, just getting suplexed by one of the greats, by, by WWE Hall of Famer, uh, a million time, multiple, you know, tag yeah. team champions. So, how was that experience, man? You know, having that chance to kind of like, you know, go to that school and you know, you know just get a chance to to rub elbows with somebody like diva yeah it was it was actually a phenomenal chance and see i don't know if i ever told you mm-hmm. uh actually i was also getting trained by billy gunn as well really um, yeah so um when i first started at the time uh Devon and bubba because there was it was still team 3d mm-hmm. they were traveling a lot uh Devon was with wwe as producer and bubba was uh with roh but he also has, there's also a second school in Connecticut as well. And that's where Bubba usually is at. So uh, we needed more, you know, trainers and help. So at the time on Wednesdays, we would have Billy Gunn come in. Awesome. So, yeah. And then my other trainer, if you're uh, familiar with AEW, is Serpentico. That's my, he was my main trainer at the time. So um, I just have a whole bunch of different, like, just lineages of, like, Hall of Famers and just wrestling trainer training to begin with and it's just it's it's great it's phenomenal because you learn in so many different ways like we learn a way of preparing ourselves for television versus just preparing ourselves for people you know in the crowd you know and it's all a development because it all creates and helps you to be a person um bigger than who you are once you get into the rink uh so just learning from all of them and just being able to say, oh, hey, I learned from this guy. And people's like, huh, what? Like, it, it really didn't dawn on me to like what level and what extent I'm just, you know, training in until like one day Rick Swan just walks in the door and I'm just like, what? where am I? You know, <laughs> so uh, it, it's just it's 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 just phenomenal. And um, it just it's, it's a great, great experience um, from from start to finish. You know, that's what I've, I've met rick swan one time at wrestlemania 34 we were down there a couple of friends we went to wrestlemania 34 in new orleans and they had to like right across the street at convention center all these you know all these wrestlers were over there old timey wrestlers million dollar man rick flair kevin nash i mean you name it scott hall god wrestler. so and then uh, we were walking through and we walked into rick swan i got a picture of him and we just had a great conversation and we were telling him how we felt like he got gypped at WWE and, it, you know, he's going to get his time to shine again. And then a couple of months later, he was, you know, back at it doing his thing. And so as a press, a pretty good deal, man. So that, that's that's the thing to me. Like and maybe I as a wrestling fan fan out because, you know, I mean, I, most wrestling fans always imagine what they would do if they were in the ring or how they would be if they were in the ring. But you actually get a chance to go out there and, and do those things. And, you know, um, I will say, I mean, I've seen you, you know, go up and have some really great matches. You know, I'm checking out the YouTube page, but probably one match that, you know, meant the world. I would I would I would presume 
is mm-hmm. the match that you had with uh Jay Lethal. Uh right. you had that match uh on AEW Dark Elevation and back it was just a couple months back uh and we were proud. If not, it may have been last year, but I know it was it wasn't too long ago. Uh you know, can you tell us about that experience of of taking on Mr. Black Machismo himself? <laughs> yeah, so um wow. So uh really I know the guy that's over talent over there. And, you know, I messaged him and I talked to him and, you know, he was like, all right, you know, for extra work. So I came in to do some extra work um, and just we were waiting. We were waiting to see who who we we're going to get for our matches and stuff. And then, you know, lo and behold, it was, oh, you get Jay Lethal. And I was like, huh? <laughs> so <laughs> it was it was just it was just really cool. And I just was not prepared for it um, in the sense of just like that this is actually happening. Um, so, uh, but it's funny to me because I've always talked, cause Jay has a school here in Tampa and I've always talked about, oh, there should be a, a, an I4, you know, wrestling match, uh, tournament in a sense, because, you know, you have the people from, you know, DDA, which is Devon Dudley Academy now, and you have lethal school. And then you've also have, you know, your little pop-up schools here and there on the I4 just to show like. You know, just just the training and how much we've grown and what type of wrestlers we all are. And just to be that one, I guess, to to have that first match with him. And it's just like, uh, okay. <laughs> so it was it was a great experience. He's a great guy. Um, like I said, he he has students as well, so he knows how to just work with people that are younger and not, you know, um as experienced as others. And it just it was easy. It was fun. It was a great time. And because of my job, like just all those fans that were there, it wasn't like, oh, I'm I'm starstruck. I can't move. I can't do anything. I was prepared for prepared for what was going to happen. And just I was just ready for it. It was just (laughs) it was great. (laughs) I I mean, it had to be an amazing experience. I mean, it's just I know, you know, and, and I know you know this, but, you know, my experience of being around people that like you see, you see them on TV all the time. You say, Oh man, I can't believe I'm around this person. Or, or I can't believe I'm seeing this person and being in this industry uh, in the uh, sports media world. I've, I've, I've been allotted to see a lot of people that I never thought I would see in person. LeBron James and all that stuff. I had a chance to be close to them. I mean, you know, um, you know, different players that are now in the NBA or NFL players and all that stuff. And, you know, the Aaron Rodgers, all, I get a chance to, you know, speak to those people. And mm-hmm. even to this day, it's still kind of like at the while you kind of like, oh, I, you know, I, I spoke to this person. I hung out with this person, you know? And so I, I know, it, you know, after you've kept, seen a couple of people, you know, it's like, oh man, I, I'm all right now. I, I've seen them. We good. Yeah. <laughs> so we good. So is there anybody before I, uh, before I move on to the next question, is there anybody that, um, that kind of starstruck you that you've met so far? that you kind of say, oh man, wait a minute. Really the only, like I said, like, it was really just, um, just Rick Swan. I think for the fact, because I wasn't prepared to see him. Right. Because, you know, uh, like I said, like just training with Devon and B- Billy and, you know, Bubba and stuff like you're, you know, I was mentally prepared for like, okay, cool. It's just, you know, it's just another person. They just wrestle. Right. But then just like, you know, we're sitting there at, at, you know, at the school, just getting ready to train. And he just walks up and we're just like, whoa, y'all can do that? Like, you, you know, it is never struck that people just walk in. So you're just like, oh, OK. And that's the only one that really starstruck me. But like because of my job, I've actually been allotted um, to see some of these guys, too. So like I've, I've met Kurt Angle 
because he's come to my job and I've had a conversation with him like twice because he's come right. twice. I've met uh, Samoa Joe, Byron Saxton, uh, Eric Redbeard now because for something like my job is just a, an attraction that a lot of people like to come. There was one time where a whole bunch of NXT people were there. Mojo Raleigh's been there. Um, the announcer, I can't really remember his name right now. He's been there. So, you know, I, I'm, I keep getting all these, these wrestlers around me and just after a while, you just, you just learn that I'm, I'm exactly where you are, you know? So. Yeah. Yeah. It's, just, it, it, it's funny because I, I was doing some, um some research and I saw that on TikTok. This this young lady was enamored with Mary Donovan. She was like she was looking everywhere for you, and then she finally found she finally found your page. I mm -hmm. is it is it funny to you now that you when you go back and you say, "Man, I I, I got you know." I mean, we all you got fans, you know, and like yeah. when you're growing up, you like you don't think about that type of stuff, but you got fans. You have you know women like, "Oh my goodness, it's Mary Donovan." Like it's like when you're having those moments. Is that has that, uh, have you gotten adjusted to that yet? Is that, you know, make you feel any type of way or, you know? Uh, I mean, I've, I've adjusted to it. Um, really, it was only because of my job. Like, for some reason, I, <laughs> once you get on a horse, everybody's like, oh, like, what a beautiful chocolate, man. Like, it's just, that's, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> so, uh, I've gotten used to it. Uh, I wish I kept up with it because I was trying to use it in a, as an outlet again for wrestling as well right right, right. um and it was funny because i just had a show last sunday and um it just shows how large tiktok is but how small it is because i just had a show and this girl was like wait how do i know this guy like i don't understand it's like oh wait <laughs> it's one of the tiktok nights and i was like yeah that's me but like so at the same time the tiktok night <laughs> yeah you know, at the same time like i put on my page like i'm a wrestler you know and you would think that people would see it but no because it's the uh uh i keep forgetting the word now just the way that it's set up people only see certain things they don't see everything uh, so uh, algorithm yeah the algorithm. algorithm yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so that because the algorithm everybody wants to see like me riding a horse and stuff like that but then when it comes <laughs> to like the wrestling it's like no nobody wants to see that that's hilarious. So, I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie to you. When I saw it, I, I, I smiled. I said, "That's hilarious, man." Yeah. You know, I, <laughs> but it's it's a it's a pretty cool deal. I mean, I think we. I, I remember like when when I was rollback, there was like some moments where <laughs> people would come up to me and like I had a lady come to my job and I haven't told many stories. My wife closed your ears. I hope, baby, I hope you're not listening. Um, but <laughs> I, I was when I was working at Walmart, I, maybe like. I had just started doing the commercials and I was actually not on the road. I was at the store and some lady came to the front, um, a very attractive young lady. And she came to the front and she offered to take me out to dinner. Mm. She said, I found out you were here and I wanted to take you out to dinner. And uh, my coworker wasn't having any of it. She said, nah, -uh, boo, he married. You ain't gonna be up in here doing that. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, for my wife, my coworkers had her back. So yeah. don't, don't worry about that. But she was really nice. And, but it was just, it just blew my mind that I, I know that probably I would have never got that type of hit <laughs> mm -hmm. if I wasn't on television. But, exactly. you know, but <laughs> that part used to drive me crazy. But, you know, Merrick, you, you, you're in a better position than I am. You're, you're, you're a nice looking dude and you're in shape. I was none of those. I was just <laughs> <one>. <laughs> um, the popularity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Now, before we move into the the uh, to quick one segment, I do one have one more thing I want to bring up on the wrestling front, and that's uh, you know, that you know, you are uh the heavy or the you know the top crown uh, heavyweight champion at real pro wrestling and so i want to know like when you did when you finally became champion it's be- it's a beautiful i i'm not gonna lie to you when i first saw uh the promo video the one mm-hmm. that we played at the at the beginning i was like yo that's beautiful it's so nice. i mean but i wanted i wanted to say just take us to that moment when you when you finally became um a, a champion like how did that feel how was that moment for you when you became champion? Oh, wow. So, uh, you know, car subject to change. Um, it, was supposed <laughs> to be, <laughs> it was supposed to be me and this other guy. However, you know, we were real people. We, you know, stuff happens in life. Right. And unfortunately, um, for health reasons, he wasn't able to compete, which is fine. So what ended up happening is we ended up having a tournament Um yeah, tournament style setup for the show. So what ended up happening, it was supposed to be a one uh one v one, but it ended up being a four-way. Right. So uh it was elimination four-way and just just to fight through three other people to finally get this. It it, it was an amazing feeling, you know. Um just five years of hard work and right. just finally I, I've reached right. something. I'm like, oh wow, people, somebody sees me, I did something correct. Right. So um, I was, you know, just to, to attain it was amazing feeling just to, you know, think like all oh, the ki- the kids back home, they know that they can, they can achieve something they can, you know, th- they're deserving of whatever they want and whatever they dream of getting. So, you know, and like, that's part of the reason why I do this. It's not just for me, but it's for everybody back home in Amelia, you Thanks know, and coming yeah. to. <laughs> it's all about the green. And in the end, it's all about the green and gold. I, yeah. I, I, you know, I think that's the one thing that yes, exactly. Yeah, I, I think I told somebody that one day, and I was like, you know why he rocked that green and gold, right? It's all about the A town. That's right, <laughs> and, and, and it's it's a good thing to see because I know, and I'm not trying to harbor on my experience, but I remember being at that point, and you know, like being a hero. Like I came back home, and I was getting like a hero's treatment, you know, for going out here traveling the country and just you know, smiling and talking about ice cream on television for a little while. And so I, you know, it it meant a lot to me, but one of the biggest things I've always, you know, tried to do no matter what, if Amelia football is going on, I'm going to be behind the mic. You know, like I I got, I got to be there for the green and gold in some form of the fashion. And, you know, it's funny because the network started because of that. Like I, I wanted to give, Amelia sports um, an outlet. I wish sometimes I wish I could do more um, than what I've been doing with what I've been doing. But uh, I'm I'm hoping that, you know, that this outlet will give, you know, people in in Amelia a chance to time to shine. So that's always been one of my my number one priorities with this is, you know, to help the green and gold shine. And that's that's always been big to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'm just trying to get back home so I can see a football game. <laughs> hey, look. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it, it, I teams should be solid this year. I think last yeah. year we went three and seven. I mean, seven and three. Yeah. Uh, made the playoffs. Didn't kind of go our way, but uh, Coach Chip Howard has done a really good job up there mm-hmm. with the kids. Um, they was up in some seven on seven uh tournaments uh, out there at Virginia Tech. So they're doing some yeah. different things than they've done in the past. So. Uh, hopefully we got something working down the pipe for that for the kids. Maybe some uh, 
like NFL football type intro type stuff, but I'll keep that on the wraps because we're not we're not sure how that's all working out yet. But it's just <laughs> you know it's just trying to give those kids the platform uh, to get them to a next level. So you know you they don't realize you know what you're doing now is going to open the door for them down the road. You know, there's going to give them a light to say, well, look, Merrick did it. You know, you know, look, well, look where he's at now. You know, right. he's he's a town. He's green and gold. He's still representing. He's right there. So I'm uh, super proud of you, brother. Like, I know I'll, I'll keep saying it, but I truly mean it. You know, that's why I say it was very important to have you on this on, on the show. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, all right, y'all. Now it's time for my favorite segment of the show. This is my favorite segment because it's always fun to see. The, I love seeing the answers, but it's time for quick ones. All right, Sir Knight Merrick Donovan, are you ready for your version, the Merrick Donovan version of quick ones here right, on one on ones? All right, here we go. Let's let's see what we got here. So I got a couple of ones. I call them gimme ones, the ones that we uh kind of always do. I got some, I got a couple of fun ones in there as well. But let's start off with my favorite, one of my favorites. Uh favorite sports moment. Ooh, uh favorite. Uh I guess I'll go with uh when Carol Dake won um four uh wrestling championships in four different weight classes for uh Cornell. That was awesome. <laughs> That's a good deal. That's a good deal. That's a good deal. Uh, next one. Now, worst sports moment. And this can be anything from, you know, from your high school experience. This also can be from something that you've seen. But just worst moment that you've ever seen in sports. Something that just bothered you. Just still hasn't gotten out of your mind. Uh, I mean, if we're going to say worst sports moment, we have to talk about the butt fumble. Ah. <laughs> Nobody forgets about that one, you know? right? <laughs> you know, like, as soon as you said it, I was like, "Oh, butt fumble." But uh, for me, I guess it would probably be when I uh, suplex myself on my head, you know, in, in high school. So yeah, it oh, might be that. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! I was trying to counter something, and it didn't work out, and and then you know, lights went out for a second. But it's oh, okay. <laughs> that had to be rough. <laughs> that had to be rough. But you, but you made it through. Man, you made it, it through. <laughs> All right. Next one on quick ones. Favorite athlete growing up? Uh, I'll go with my first favorite, uh, Stephen Davis, 48, running back for the Redskins. Ooh, Stephen Davis. I haven't heard that name in a long time. Yeah. I don't know why, but he was my favorite. He was my favorite running back. So, yeah. Yeah, he was a tough runner, man. Like, yeah. you know, Washington had themselves a gem in him in the beginning i know injuries kind of got him but he was that year that he that he had that one year i think he made the pro bowl he went off he was just so dangerous for washington i thought they had found that running back in the future you know that yeah. running back position is a tough one to to have longevity and i mean but man he was oh he was amazing stephen davis that's a good one i like that <laughs> all right let's swing the pro wrestling here favorite wrestler growing up uh, favorite wrestler growing up, uh, I never really had one, but I'll, I'll go with Leo. Uh, I know he's, he's, he's a younger wrestler, but for some reason, like I just, me and him and just, just me watching him is just somebody that captivates me. I just really enjoy it. Yeah. I, I'm, I miss him on WWE because yeah. him and Lashley's chemistry, at yeah. least, uh, at least on the visual front was amazing. Every mm -hmm. time he came out, Lashley, Lashley, like, and you know, I got a couple of my uh, wrestling buddies, you know, we'll go and we always watch pay-per-views together. We sit back and chill and watch, you know, you know, some matches and stuff together. 
And I just it, even now, and Leo, this is the effect he had. He's not even on WWE anymore. But every time Lashley come out in unison, Lashley, Lashley, and and Leo did that. But I think people don't realize, you know, I think some people don't realize how talented Leo Rush is. I mean, yes. I seen, I think I seen Leo. I want to say I saw him at, um, I did. I saw him at uh, WrestleMania Access back mm-hmm. in 2018. And I want to, I can't remember who he was fighting. Oh man, who was he fighting? Might have been fighting Theory. I think he might have been fighting Austin Theory. But don't get me wrong, it's been a while. But um, he was amazing in that. No, oh, he fought Pete Dunn. Don't get me wrong, it was Pete Dunn. Oh he yeah, had, yeah, yeah. He, he fought Pete that. Dunn, yeah. and it was a gr- it was a great match. Yes. I mean, it was great to see live, and he's so quick, he's so athletic, mm-hmm. uh, and he's just one of the best pro wrestlers out there. I, I, I I love Leo Rush. I ain't yeah. got nothing bad to say about Leo Rush. <laughs> All right, here we got two two fun ones here. Uh, next one on quick ones. Worst candy you've ever had. I mean, it's in the name, candy corn. I, I don't. It's, it's, <laughs> nothing, nothing about it. Absolute trash. Candy corn <laughs> is absolute trash. I don't care what anybody says. I agree with you a hundred percent, Eric. The trash is candy. Worst candy in the game. I don't understand why it's candy and why it says candy corn. I just there's nothing about it that appeals to it at all. It's just it's it looks like a tooth. It's just eh. it's nasty. Now that's that's what like I did a commercial back in 13 where mm-hmm. there was Starburst candy corn, and they made me because I don't know why they thought this was cool. They wanted the little sharp part of your teeth. They wanted me to take the candy corn and mm-hmm. put the candy corn in my tooth and make it look like a thing. Mm-hmm. And the whole time, my mouth. This is nasty, y'all. I apologize. Mouth just drooling. Yeah. And, and the candy, the uh, candy corn is just drooling. So, oh, this is so nasty. Why are they doing this to me? Uh, and, they, and then they didn't use it. That's what oh. made it worse. We did this for like 20, 30 minutes, and they didn't even use it. Um, so, candy corn for me, trash. I'll throw one in there for you too, though. Good and plenty. I don't know if you've ever had good and plenty, but it's nasty. It's like licorice. <laughs> Okay, and it's like a it's like a purple and white box that says good and plenty, and it has white pieces and purple pieces in there, but it's licorice. It is the worst candy in the game. Uh, candy corn and them are right there beside each other. It's it's terrible. I feel stay like I've heard about it, but I haven't seen it. But stay yeah, away yeah. from it. <laughs> stay away I'm from good. it. I'm good. <laughs> All right, last one on quick ones. If you could have a fatal four way match with three wrestling legends. Who is in the match with you? Uh, I'll do John Cena. Oh, he he's not old. He's a legend. Yep. He knows I make gold. Uh, you know, to, to, to counter John, I'll put John Bradshaw Layfield because that's that was that was that was the building block to get okay. him to where he needed to be. So, and I know they'll do good chemistry, good work. He's the wrestling guy. And then uh, who would be the last one? Uh, oof, I'm, I'm I'm drawing a blank. Uh, Tough one. I, do I, know. I, I don't want to mess up his name uh, because it's, it's Japanese. I would do Japanese wrestler, but I can't. I don't want to mess up his name. But uh, I think it's Kenta. I think it's just just Kenta. Cause you have uh, Kenta Bushi, but he he ch- it's really is just Kenta is another guy. Man. So I mean, he's just he's just strikes. I enjoy strikes. So you know I want you know the the worker 
who you know just is just works with you and just really good just chemistry that's john and you got kenta because he has his strikes right you know, hard style and then you got john over there, john bradshaw layfield over there you know just throwing lines just, out of nowhere just a bruiser man he just he's just a bruiser i'm, I'm gonna tell yeah. you what this will be a good match yeah. I, I mean, I mean, I mean, but the question is, how do you win this? How do you, how do you win? Who who are you pinning to win this match? <laughs> yeah. It might you might have to be John because John John's a lesser known legend here, so it have, <laughs> have to be him, you know. And then you know that's that's what sixteen championships. So I'm yeah. sixteen championships all together. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, pinning John Cena is going to put you over big time. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to put you over big time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. That was a Sir Nightmare Donovan, a version of Quick Ones here on One on One. And um, before we get out of here, uh, I need you to do one thing for me, brother. All right. I guess I once to, wasn't good enough. <laughs> you gotta leave a good legacy, huh? <laughs> I, I gotta leave a good legacy here. So, uh, with this being said, uh, Sir Nightmare Donovan, we want to say first of all uh, to the Real Pro Wrestling Top Crown Heavyweight Champion of the World. Thank you, sir, for coming on and joining us today. This is this has been an absolute pleasure. This is something that's been in the works for a while. And I can't wait till we do another one down the road when you're taking over AEW or or whatnot. And that I, I just can't wait for that moment because not just as a fan, but just as um, someone that, that admires you and, and and love the things that you're doing for, uh, you know, the kids back home, um, for the community, for yourself, uh, for your family. You know, we're we're all proud of you, brother. That that that's one thing. Um, so I I just wanted to say that. Thank you for doing this, brother. Always. Now, b- before we go, obviously, we want you to leave your legacy, man. You got any special projects? We know there's a very important match uh, coming in at the end of the month here. I believe it's the 29th, and if I'm wrong on that, so on the 29th, you're defending the uh, the championship for the first time, man. Can you uh, – I mean, this is your time. If you got anything you need to say, here it is. Oh, man. So uh... – yeah, I, I'm defending my championship on the 29th. <laughs> this is the first time. Uh, a, a little jitters, a little jitters, but, you know, I'm not going to allow myself to just be undercut or to, to be, you know, I have to bend my own knee for somebody that's just, they they haven't gotten what I've gotten to. You know, uh, right. they've done their work, but their time is gone, and now it's my time. You know, it, the vertigo, you know, he's just, you lose your vertigo. So he lost his vertigo. <laughs> He's a little dizzy, but it's okay because now the true crown, the true warrior kingdom, king, lord of real pro is here to stay. Your lordship has spoken, ladies and gentlemen. You hear me? Your lordship has spoken. The real king, <laughs> the real king of real pro wrestling is here. Sir Knight Merrick Donovan. All of you bend the knee <laughs> to the top crown heavyweight champion of the world, Sir Nightmare Donovan. We truly, truly, truly appreciate you. Uh, can you let everybody know where they can find you on social media, brother? Yeah, so, um, on yeah, on all social media, it's SK Merrick Donovan. Um, it's cap every all the letter well, SKMD is all capitalized on like I want to say Twitter. It, apparently in Twitter it matters. Um, but everything else is SKMD. 
Um, if you put in SKM, it'll pop up on Instagram instantly. Um, I also have a merch store. It's on brainbustertees.com. Just look up Sir Nightmare Donovan. You can buy all different types of, of my merch. This one I made personally. So if you, you know, reach out to me, I can send you one. I have sizes small through 4X. Um, I have stuff that's uh, Adventure Time themed. I have stickers, hats, shirts, hoodies, you know, you name it. I basically have it on the site. Um, and yeah, that's, that's really it. That's all my main stuff. So I haven't been as active lately, but I'm, I'm working. Back you're working on, you're working on it. Yeah, now, once again, everybody, uh, just a real quick for next week, next week, episode 63, my man, Danny Thompson will be on here. He's on air talent and personality sports radio, 95.6 FM, 8:50 AM. So he's going to join us. Uh, a man who has vast sports knowledge, uh, is just, just as smart as they come uh and we're gonna have him on next week and we'll pick his brain about a couple of things uh so just make sure that y'all tune in for episode 63 next week but ladies and gentlemen once again it has been an absolute pleasure to have sir knight merrick donovan here with us for episode 62 uh merrick don't hurt him too bad in your championship <laughs> defense I'll try not to. <laughs> no promises. <laughs> no promises. All right, everybody. I'm Darrell Lawrence. This is Sir Knight Merrick Donovan. He is the real pro wrestling top crown heavyweight champion of the world. We will see you all next week. Until next time. Thank you and peace. Legacy Maker, the All one, Sports Network. One, 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 one. One, one. Welcome to the one on one. One on one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. We number one. I get the truth, truth. Then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the.